0: god bless football billy
1: gill god bless football mikey eh? oh
0: god bless football billy (laughs) and Sue. thanks for remembering me (laughs) what a great reaction by you because i was convinced he was totally gonna go right back (laughs) yeah i don't think he knew until he said it yeah i don't think he knew what he was gonna do until he said
1: it i was looking at you in the monitor and trying to figure out how do we go with this (laughs) the rare midweek episode
0: of god bless football billy because we're inching closer to the super bowl we're getting a lot of guests on both this week and next week Mm -hmm. and so this week tell the audience what it is we're doing on god bless football to help them get ready for the big game
1: Well, okay, so as you guys know, the Super Bowl is a week and a half away now, right? Yeah. So we, you know, things are starting to ramp up and there's, you know, as teams are going further, we're getting to know the celebrity fans of some of these teams. Not to say that these fans are just, you know, starting to root for these teams at the last minute, thinking they're going to get to the Super Bowl, but we have these people that are now available to us because everybody wants to talk football because their teams are going to make it to the Super Bowl. So last week we locked in two great fans in the hopes of talking to them as their team had just made it to the Super Bowl. And unfortunately both of their teams lost. So we're going to be talking to Duff (laughs) Goldman about his team, the Ravens. So we have losers on. We have Well, not losers. They're Uh, winners. I'm sorry. I should say that. that. They're not losers. There's teams lost. Right. Okay. Yeah, we thought we were in really good position to have at least one celebrity whose team was going to be playing in the Super Bowl, if not two. (laughs) And then the Lions and the Ravens both lost. And we have already – we had booked – Duff Goldman, and we had booked Flavor Flav, and we were very excited to talk to them about their teams, and to their credit, they still came on, even though their teams lost, which yes. is which is great. And yes. by the way, I think we love both of them. We do. Well, I know yes. we love both of we them.
0: We do. <laughs> <laughs> I love Flav more, though. I'm
1: just saying. It. Really? I
0: mean, I do. Yes. Uh, yes. Long Island guy. I grew up listening to his music. I mean, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's fantastic. You love Duff, though. I know you.
1: I like them both. I Man. like Duff. I Look, I, I'm not going to tell you. Learned something about Flavor Flav today. Didn't know. Right. And his name makes more sense than it did before. <laughs> well, that's a good tease. <laughs> Who are we going
0: to first here, by the way? So, again, just so we're clear, audience, okay, we are getting you ready for the Super Bowl with two guys, two celebrities, Uh, From teams that lost this past weekend, their teams are not playing in the Super Bowl. But we are getting you ready for the Super Bowl with Duff the Baker, Duff Goldman, and Flavor Flav. Yeah, correct.
1: That's how we do it here. On God bless football. Well, what's wrong with that? Nothing wrong. Okay. And if anything, we're get they will know the ins and the outs of the teams that just beat them that are going to the Super Bowl. So these will be experts. They yes. saw it firsthand. Yes. Uh, did I suggest that there was something wrong with that? I, it might be the best episode we've ever done. That's I mean. a minor implication. Who
0: <laughs> <All right. laughs> We go into first here, Billy. What do you want to go to first? I would like your to, choice. I would like to. Uh, I would like to make them stick around for Flavor Flav and oh, start with Duff Goldman. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, you see that as though they're not going to love this Duff. No, the the you're going to love no. Duff
0: Goldman I am telling you people you're going to love you're going to love Duff Goldman
1: Can I tell the audience yes. what's happening here Can I tell them please there's a recency bias because yesterday is when we recorded with Duff You're and right. and we love Duff and we're glowing with Duff. Stu Godz is like we need to do a lot more with I Duff. Love Duff. You're gonna hear all of the <laughs> things that he starts pitching I have ideas. Duff and all yeah. the things that he wants Duff to do with us and for us. Yeah, good ideas. Ideas, yeah. Yes. He has that, yeah, he has ideas for Duff. Right. And then uh we just wrapped right now with Flavor Flav. We did. And it went great. He it got was- us hyped. Yeah, so Stugats now is like very high on Flavor Flav. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) What, you want to go Flav first, Duff second? No, no, we
1: can go Duff. I'm just saying don't undersell Duff because you loved him yesterday. If I told you before we got started, Mikey A, that Duff
0: Goldman and Flavor Flav would have not one but two things in common. Two things. You would have told me what? Do you know the two things? (laughs)
1: You can't say them no. because
0: then people are not going to Your brain is fried <laughs> because we've been talking too much in the microphones. But they have two things in common. Uh, find out what they are. But first, let's go to Duff Goldman.
1: A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So? what is the best thing about the original light beer miller light sparked this debate in 1975 and we still haven't settled it oh i remember 1975 we were all excited the bicentennial was right around the corner everyone was focused 200 years and then all of a sudden miller light sparked a new debate great taste or less filling miller light keeps it simple
0: Thank you for doing this stuff. Mm, I can't believe I am. Why? Why is that?
2: <laughs> Tell I, me why. Well, I, yeah. I, I, w- I woke up this morning and I was like looking at my calendar. I was like, "What do I got on the? What do I got to do today?" And I was like, "Oh, a football podcast. Awesome."
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're that distraught from the Ravens losing in the AFC oh, Championship
2: game. <laughs> I mean, hosting the AFC champion at home. We've been beating all these teams by double digits, man. It was just like, you know, of course we're going to go to the Super Bowl. And we're not. Were so. you at the game? <laughs> I was not at the game, no. I was going to be. And I was tra- I was doing all this traveling. I, like, I had to be home. And, oh, God, it's just, oh, sucks. Is, is this the most the Ravens have ever disappointed you? Because
0: I was trying to think back to, like, the Ravens' history, and it's not very long, and I can't remember them
2: ever being disappointed. Do you remember, uh, I forget what year it was, but when Billy Cundiff, our kicker, like, whiffed a field goal that would have sent us to the Super Bowl?
0: I do remember that, yes. I also remember the Lee Evans drop, but keep going. Oh, Lee Evans, too. I mean, there's another guy. Like, you know,
2: like he was a great player most of the time. Right. You know? Uh, Duff,
0: you realize you're talking to two Jet fans here, okay? Like you've yeah. had a hell of a run. Give me your oh, run, yeah. Duff, okay? Yeah.
2: Yeah, but the thing is, like with Jet fans, like you guys are, you know, aim low and you're never disappointed, right? Like, <laughs>
0: yes. you know, with, with no, the, when the Jets are stinking
2: up the joint, you're not like, oh, what happened? You know? You it's know, the it's hope Jet. that kills you. It's the hope that kills you, <laughs> exactly, exactly.
0: Uh, how how did know. you become such a big Ravens fan?
2: So I grew up in Massachusetts, and uh, I was a Patriots fan, and then I went to undergrad uh, in Baltimore to UMBC, and uh, that's when the Ravens like became a football team, and so uh, I was like, I like these guys, got swagger, funny. They're playing on an old baseball field. Like, it's great. This is great. I love these guys. So I switched and became a Ravens fan, and I've Oof.
1: been bleeding purple ever since. You picked a terrible time to switch, Doug. You picked the wrong the time. The worst yeah. time. Yes.
2: <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I was like, like you know, like seeing the whole dynasty it was actually fun being a Ravens fan and – constantly running into Tom Brady and the Patriots, right? There was just this like, like uh, you know, curse you, Tom. A pox on you. You know, like, just <laughs> this constant like, you know, getting our asses cocked. Tell you a funny story. A cool story. One time, uh, not to name drop, but I was at a Lucasfilm in Marin County, you know, like where they make Star Wars. Sure. And we were making a cake for uh, a big party they were having there. And we were there for a few days. And so one of the days was, again, I forget what year, several years ago, and uh, Ravens were in the playoffs. And so one of the days was a playoff game. And I was like, uh, I said to the guys, like, hey, uh, the people that ran the facility, like, do you could you, like, wheel a TV into here while we're working on this cake so we can watch the game? But, yeah, we'll figure something out. So Sunday rolls around, no TV. And I'm like, hey, you guys, we wanted to watch the game. And they're like, Oh, yeah, we couldn't figure out how to get a TV into this conference room. And I was like, You made Star Wars. You don't know how to put a TV in a ballroom? And they, right? The guy kind of winks at me and he's just like, Here, why don't you come with me? And we go down the hall, like, you know, kind of through the facility a little bit. And he lets us into George Lucas's personal theater with the game teed up, ready to go popcorn and a remote control and we got to you know watch the game and we got to watch the ravens beat the patriots in the playoffs and uh from george lucas's theater it was amazing that's really epic. cool that's wow. really was cool. epic yeah it was
0: cool uh do you have more stories like that i hope you do you can check out <laughs> Duff, uh mentor the next great baker um with kids baking championship coming up on the food network uh, do you have other great celebrity stories like that
2: Um, I mean, I'm sure, but I can't, like, I got to be reminded of them,
1: you know? Can I ask you an unrelated (laughs) question, Duff? Is is that a double, a double bass behind you? What is that giant violin that you have there?
2: It is, it is a giant violin, also known as an upright bass. Okay. And then here's, and then there's, this is my, this is my new one. This is a 69 P bass that I've wanted my entire life
1: and I finally got one and I love it. Yeah, it's really nice. And yeah, is this that is a... kind
2: of the uh this is the jam room.
1: And is there a bass hanging behind you because you love different variations of basses or why is there a giant <laughs> bass behind you?
2: So uh one time I was uh I went to uh Coachella the I went to old cella the one that had like you know, uh, like Paul McCartney and Pink Floyd and The Who and Stones. You know what I mean? I went to that one, and I was cooking this big meal. And uh, um, I didn't bring, like, a blanket, and we were staying in this, like, really gross trailer. And so uh, my wife and I went to, like, the local Walmart, and uh, I was like, I like that blanket with the fish on it. So we got that one, and that was our blanket for – cella and it now blocks the sun when i'm doing zooms because it it like totally washes out <laughs> where'd your love of music <laughs> come from um i don't know you know it's funny like my uh my parents like weren't super musical like nobody played instruments and i just like i don't know i was born in detroit so maybe i just got sold you know what i mean like i just love music. It's always been a huge part of my life. Uh, I played, you know, piano since I was a little kid. And then uh, I started playing bass in college and, um, you know, eventually picked up drums too. And so I do a lot of percussion. And uh, yeah, it's just like, I think, chefs, musicians, uh, carpenters, I think we all sort of share this need right to to express ourselves, you know, with our hands. You know? Yeah.
0: I'm thinking about Billy. I know. I don't know if you're thinking this, Mikey A. I'm not certain if you're thinking this. Probably not. Well, I'm thinking about having Mm -hmm. Duff, Austin Eckler, and Austin Eckler's wife uh, perform together. Okay. (laughs) You like that, Mikey A. You do that. It's a good idea. Austin Eckler's wife plays the drums, Austin plays guitar. Uh, Would you be interested in forming a band with the (laughs) Ecklers? Absolutely. Okay, what would we, we do? I, like, would we do?
2: Like, what uh, we do? Like, like I've I've always wanted to be in a Sabbath cover band. Really? Yeah. I think, I think they do original stuff. Oh, okay. I, okay.
1: When you think bigger, you that. don't you don't think Black Sabbath. To be perfectly honest no. with you.
2: Oh man, Sabbath. Like you know, those guys are that's like Sabbath. Like Ozzy's great, right? Ozzy, right. you know, later Ozzy and stuff is great, but you know, nothing. Nothing hits like Sabbath. You, know? <laughs> you like the Grateful Dead, don't you, Duff? I like a couple of songs.
0: Okay, just a couple. Yeah, okay. yeah, All just right. a couple.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not like a huge. I went to a Dead show when I was in high school. Nice. At man. uh, yeah, I went to. It was at um, uh, in DC at the at the yeah was it RFK, RFK or, Stadium? Yeah, yeah, RFK Stadium. Yeah, yep. totally. Yeah, yep. saw them there. It was cool. It was fun. I don't remember much of it you're not supposed to right yeah but like i i the dead like i don't know i don't like i get it but i don't get it like there's some great songs right some yes. really great songs and like right. just them as sort of like american musical mythology they're you know a pretty important band for just the the shape of rock and roll as we know it today but as far as like oh man i love the dead like yeah, there's some great songs, right? There's some really "Fire on the Mountains" a great song, you yeah. know. But like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I like you don't get it. Better. Let, let yeah. me explain it to you. You take LSD, you go and you yeah. sit there and you jam out for three and a half hours. That's right. what it is, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. Done
2: <laughs> 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 I've done all that. <laughs> you
1: on, Billy, can catch. I, I can you make...
2: like the instructions.
1: <laughs> you can catch Duff mentoring the next generation of bakers on Food Network's Kids Baking Championship. Duff, are kids easier or harder to work with than adults?
2: Um, You know, it's it's uh, it, it's funny. I It's like when Food Network first came to me, they were like, hey, you know, we got this show. It's going to be, you know, kids baking, and we want you to, like, be the host, mentor. And I was like, have you met me? Like, you're going to let me around children? Like, that's crazy. And uh, they were like, yeah, you'll be great at it. You're kind of a big kid. I was like, you're right. So I went, and I did it. And I'd never worked with kids before. So as I'm, you know, hanging out with these kids, I was like, I have no idea what what the proper way to sort of like, you know, communicate with kids is. So I'll just talk to them like I talk to everybody else. <laughs> and it worked. They they really respond to it. You know, I find that like when you coddle them a little bit, when you act like you're expecting them to cry, they'll cry. But when you when you act like you expect them to like... Let's go. We got it. We got a cake to bake here. They they respond, you know. And so I think um I don't know, adults are funny. Like it's I one of the things that's funny like the difference between kids and adults is when you're judging them, right? And you're sort of like, you know, telling them like, "Okay, I ate your brownie and here's what I think." And you start telling them what you think. And with adults, you could see them just sort of like you know <laughs> <laughs> they're not listening. Uh, the, the, there's a soundtrack in their head. It's just like, shut up. You're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Whatever. You know, stupid culinary judge guy, you know, whatever. like you can see it in their eyes. It's right. like completely checked out with kids. When you're telling them like, okay, this is what I thought about your brownie. And you're telling them what's wrong with it. They listen because they want to make a better brownie. You right. know, I find that kids are really receptive. You know, the adults are just like, yeah, shut up you also have to be gentler with a kid though right you have to be correct i mean i i'm like yes i mean like you know i'm not gonna like you know totally just lay into them but also uh you know i don't i don't pull any punches too you know what i mean like i kind of tell them like tell like it is you know and they're happy to hear it you know i'm not mean you know by any stretch but also but i'm honest i'm honest Dub, you're, you're usually nice. I watch the show. You're usually a little too nice. Do you
0: ever just mm. want to be like, this is garbage? This is <laughs> yeah. trash? And honestly, maybe you should consider a career in sports. Like, That's baking it. isn't for you. Uh, <laughs> Pushing kids into, like, maybe yeah. you should hey kid, try your to. Kid, your brownie sucks. Go <laughs> <Come> play football. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Have you ever thought about playing guitar? This is not your thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, like, what are you going to do? You have 10 year old is like, you know, staring at you, and you're eating their brownie, and they know that you're going to say something bad about it. Like, it's so hard, right? It's so hard. But you got to be honest. You know what I mean? And then, you know, I find it like, if you're if you're open and honest, but you're kind, they respond. You know? But yeah, you know, I don't want to. I also have a, you know, I have a daughter now. She's three, and like, mm-hmm. I tell you, uh, this show has been great for like teaching me dad stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. What have you learned? <laughs> what have you learned, Duff? Like some of the time like one of the things I've learned is like like you you have to sort of like ignore a little bit of the emotion. You know what I mean? Like some t- like if a kid's crying, right? Like I my technique for sort of dealing with a kid is like I'll walk in and they're crying, I'm like, okay, stop crying. What's wrong? And they'll like stop crying and they'll tell me what's wrong. I'm like, okay, this is how we're gonna fix it. And we get through it, and we fix it, and you see that they like. I mean, if they burn themselves and they're crying, it's like okay, we need to handle this, right? But if it's just sort of like I'm making brownies, I don't know what's happening. Everything is you know on fire. If this is a mess. I don't know what I'm doing. It's like all right, let's let's you know let's eat this whale one bite at a time to figure out how to get you back on track. You know, where'd your love of baking come from? Uh, well, I uh funny i I wanted uh so back up i was 14 and i was a graffiti artist and i couldn't really like ask my parents for money for spray paint so i got a job at mcdonald's and that was kind of my first you know that was my first like you know real job and uh you know i needed money for spray paint and so i uh that kind of became my thing i just i worked in restaurants you know all through high school i did like greasy spoons. I worked at a pizza joint. I uh, worked at like a bunch of other uh, fast food places. And then I, when I got to college, I was like, all right, look, I want to, uh, I, I know I want to be a chef. I want to go to culinary school. But, you know, I was, my parents really kind of pushed me to go to undergrad first. So I went to undergrad in Baltimore. We've established that. And then uh, I went to the really, there was a really nice restaurant in town called Savannah. The chef's name is Cindy Wolf. She has a restaurant now called Charleston, which is absolutely incredible, but really like she is, you know, like still hands down the best chef I ever worked for. And I got there and I was like, look, I want to cook, you know, I want to be a chef. And so I want to cook in your restaurant. And she's like, you know, you don't know how to cook. And I like pulled out my resume and I was like, I can work at McDonald's in a minute. Right. (laughs) Yeah. You don't serve Big Mac, you know, (laughs) so, uh, uh she was like look i tell you what like i need someone to bake cornbread and biscuits and uh you know you can come in do that a couple times a week and you know you can kind of be in the kitchen and sort of learn just by sort of seeing what they're doing i will teach you how to do this thing and i was like baking that's like a job you know and so uh so i started doing it and i realized a few things i realized like you know, when you're doing the same thing over and over again, every single day, you just get good at it. But you also like you analyze it, you think about it. And I noticed like little changes that I would make if I like mixed the cornbread batter the day before. So then I had it ready for myself when I got in the next day. I noticed changes. It wouldn't rise as high. Um, if I preheat the pans that I baked the cornbread in, I notice it like it gets this little crust on the outside and there's so much more delicious. Uh, Just stuff like that, that I really started kind of figuring out. And I realized that like, I loved it. I I was a philosophy major, you know, I was like, I, this is, you know, it was very like uh, cerebral and uh, contemplative and I just, I I really enjoyed it. The other thing I realized was, uh, you know, my station was here and then right on the other side was the line where all the guys are cooking and, sauteing and grilling and stuff and like all night long these guys are sweating and there's fire and they're like cutting themselves and the chef's yelling at them, and the servers are yelling at them. and i'm over here like making cornbread like having a coffee like talking to the servers you know and i was like i don't want that job i want this job this job's yeah. so much better so yeah i kind of that's where i sort of got into baking and then when i went to culinary school uh i studied just baking and pastry.
0: Got it. Uh, Duff, I got to tell you what I would not give for a Duff Goldman pot brownie. Okay. I Mm. uh,
2: (laughs) I mean, the regular ones are pretty good.
0: Right, no, yeah, yeah, but the pop ones, I mean.
2: (laughs) I do live in Los Angeles.
0: Uh, Check him out, Duff Goldman, on the Food Network, the Kids Baking Championship. Also, uh, and I'm interested in this, because Charm City uh, Cakes is your first bakery, right, in Baltimore. Uh, What was that feeling? Like, when you opened that up, what was that feeling like for you, Duff?
2: Oh, man, it's... one of the scariest things really i oh yeah it's it's just running your own business
0: day to day like it's it's daunting
2: right that's it yeah Yeah. i mean i gotta i gotta make i had to sell cakes or i can't pay rent i can't pay payroll i can't you know what i mean like it was tough i remember the i was i was working as a personal chef for a family and right before i i opened the bakery and um I remember, like my last day, you know, I was working and I, you know, got my check and I was like, "Cool, you know, nice to meet you guys." So, yeah, and, and I left. And that next day, I woke up and I had nothing to do. You know, I mean, I had a lot to do, but like, I had no nobody. I didn't have to be anywhere. Nobody was telling me what to like. I literally was like, "That's it. I have to now create something." You know, and that's scary. You know, it's, yeah. that was scary, especially because I don't. I know nothing about running a business. Sure. I'm terrible so like, at it. Right? No, hey. I don't. Oh, you still I, don't? Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I got people that are really good at running. I'm good at starting them, and I'm good at like I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a I'm an idea guy, right? I'm a you know I'm a creative. Right. <laughs> but like, man, when it comes to like dotting the I's and crossing the t's, man, I'm I'm terrible at it.
0: Duff, you know what makes people feel better after a bad day, a bad time in their life, a bad game? It's baked goods, so I'm wondering: oh, yeah. Have you sent anything to anyone on the Baltimore Ravens today, just to soothe them?
2: Uh, well, I did. Uh, I sent a text to oh. uh, so um, less delicious, less delicious. But well, depends on the text. Yeah, let me tell you the story. So, uh, <laughs> I'm friends with Ronnie Stanley, and um, he was over at my house. Uh, he actually he has a place in Malibu, and I'm not too far from there. And so he came over for tacos and we're hanging out and he was telling me about this amazing uh, Peking duck place that he found in San Gabriel. And he's like, when the season's over, you know, uh, when I come back, we're going out for Peking duck. And I was like, that's great, but I don't, I don't want to get Peking duck until at least March. And he was like, me neither, you know? So... You know the game happened yesterday, and so this morning I texted Ronnie just a picture of a plate of Peking duck because it was like, hey, now that the season's <laughs> over, let's go get some duck, you know. <laughs> and uh, he, he wrote back, he's like, that actually makes me feel a little better. And, <laughs> yeah, so that was that was what I sent. <laughs> uh, I set up some the... cupcakes. Like the I, I sent the whole team. The whole facility, the whole organization, I sent them all cupcakes and cake jars like three weeks ago. And I was like, let's go get them, guys. Here's cupcakes. <laughs> well,
0: didn't work though. I mean
1: <laughs> It got him this far.
0: You know? i Got we up up. Three weeks you talk to you guys. Wait, no, 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 <laughs> real, real quick, hold on a second. Because I am wondering, how does this work for you? Okay. So the Ravens lost to the Chiefs. The Chiefs now play the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. Are you rooting for the team that beat you so you could say you lost to the Super Bowl champs, or are you tired of the Chiefs and you want them to lose?
2: Well, uh it's it actually goes deeper than that. Um, hmm. I uh, not to get you know. I'm I don't want to get into any kind of sort of like deep stuff here, but I have a terrible relationship with my father. Right, he's we just oh. we're not, you know, and he is a die hard. He was born in Kansas City, Missouri. He is a die hard Chiefs fan, and it stings extra that the Chiefs beat the Ravens. And I'm gonna laugh when the Niners beat the Chiefs. I'm gonna be so happy <laughs> that I know that it's causing my dad anguish.
1: <laughs> Amazing. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you what you made of the Chiefs taking Justin Tucker's kicking tee before the game, but this took a dark turn. Yes.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, whatever. That's like that just gamesmanship. But yeah, when it, when I could, you know, really, you know,
1: yeah, that's
2: that's uh, how I feel about the Chiefs. <laughs>
0: Uh, I'll tell people about the Kids Baking Championship on the Food Network on the way out here.
2: Oh, man. So I tell you, uh, Kids Baking Championship is really incredible because I mean, these kids are doing things at 10 and 11 years old that I didn't learn till I was probably 30. You know, I mean, like really advanced pastry stuff. And, you know, YouTube, right? They're watching YouTube but they're really good at it and they really understand like the principles behind it. When I was 11 years old, I had some GI Joes and like a rock. You know what I mean? These kids, it is amazing. What just, not only what they come up with and their amount of knowledge, but also their creativity and just sort of like how they think about these ridiculous challenges that we throw at them. You know, it's really, it's, it's, like for me, just as a fan, it's fun to watch. Like I get to be in the room and watch it happen. And it's really cool.
0: It's really awesome. It seems like uh, you're happy. You're living a good life. Uh, you're living a life that, quite frankly, I think all three of us are jealous of. Uh, so continued success to you. And uh, I l- listen, I have two ideas Christine Lisi, an ESPN Sports Center anchor, Jess and Golick with a bake off with Duff. I'm thinking that. And also Goldman and the Ecklers. Sure. We're going to form a band, okay?
2: I love it. I love okay. it. We don't have to. When you talk to him, we, it doesn't have to be Sabbath covers. Okay. <laughs> I don't think okay. he knows I, what Black Sabbath.
1: I, is. <laughs> I think he would actually be into that. He likes rock. I think he might be yeah, into that.
0: Yeah. 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 I tried to get him into the Dead, and he had the same reaction you did. He just yeah. doesn't get it's
2: like, it. <laughs> it's just like there's some good songs, but like I, like oh the the solo in 1978 in Copenhagen, and oh it's amazing. You know, it's just like that was a really? good show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Duff, we really enjoyed this I'd like to have you on again, I'm serious I want to try these two I'd, ideas out with you if we, if we can make it happen I'd love
2: to, I think okay. that'd
0: be great All right. Cool. And good, look, good luck making your dad miserable Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you <Jeez.
0: laughs> He said it, so not me. me I'm doing great <laughs> Alright Duff, we appreciate it man We're sorry about your oh, Ravens man. But uh, continue oh, success man. my friend, you're a good
1: man Thanks guys
3: Who am I talking
0: to? You are talking to me, Stugatz. That's my name. Dugatz? Stugatz. Stugatz? Who's Dugatz? I'm Stugatz. Two guys. Stu, S-T-U. You said two guys or do What? Stugatz. My name is Stugatz. This is, I love this. My name is Stugatz, yeah. Flav. Okay? S-T-U, like Stu. And the gentleman who will be joining me in just a second is his name is Billy Gill.
3: Okay, so so we got Stu and Billy. Stu and Billy, there you go. Stu I grew up fairly close to you, Flavor. Flavor. Stu is a
0: German name. I grew up in Port Washington, Long Island, man, close to you, Freeport, Roosevelt.
3: Yo, you from Freeport? You from you, you from Long Island, bro? Yeah, from Long Island, man. Long Island, we keep you smiling, but that's where we be wilding.
0: <laughs> I
3: didn't know he was from Freeport. I grew up in Minneola. Yo, yo! <laughs> hey, you grew up in Minneola? Minneola, yeah. Hey, yo, I used to be the head chef. I used to be the head chef at the at the a, at the courthouse right there on the corner of Franklin Avenue and Mideola yeah, the old country road. Yeah. I used to be the chef there, you know what I'm saying? Plus, besides, you know, uh, you know, that's where I used to go to court at. <laughs> Wait, Flav, you were a chef? Yeah, that's right. I'm a, that's right. I'm a chef, bro. I got my I got my chef I, I got my cooking degree in 1978.
0: Wow, man. What's uh what's the go-to thing for you to cook? Like if I ask you, hey Flav, let's uh, sit down, have dinner, you're gonna cook, you're gonna make me a meal. What are you making if you're trying to impress me?
3: Whatever you want. Come on, flame. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want, bro. Hey, yo, check this out. My my course was institutional cooking. What institutional cooking is, is like making pans of rice pilaf, fettuccine alfredo, crepe Suzette for like 400 people at one time. That's institutional cooking so that's the type of that's the type of degree that i got the certificate that i got in 1978 but i did have a few restaurants though a couple of flavor flaves fried chicken restaurants you know what i mean in the whole nine of my day you know what i mean so i do it all bro so whatever y'all need man you know what i'm saying fruit soup peanut butter <laughs> soup What? <laughs> what's the trick to good fried chicken the trick to good fried chicken is you gotta wash and clean the chicken first then you season it and after you season it then you put it through the flour and you fry it that's the trick
0: Flav how does a uh, how does a guy who was born on Long Island in Roosevelt grew up in Freeport how did that guy become a Lions fan
3: well You know, i got a girlfriend that lives in Detroit. Okay. You know, so I've been going in and out of Detroit for the past seven years right now, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people have been seeing me in Detroit for the past seven years, so I practically damn near live in Detroit, you know what I'm saying, in Mm -hmm. the whole nine. So I I, I rep Detroit big time. Plus, I always loved the Lions anyway. Barry Sanders was always one of my favorite running backs.
0: Plus, you avoided being a Jets fan, which is very smart of you. I mean...
3: Hey, yo, no, I favor all of my New York teams. Okay. All of my New York teams I favor. I favor the Giants. I favor the Jets. I favor the Knicks. I favor the Nets. I favor the Yankees. I favor the Mets. Come on now. I favor the Islanders. I favor the Bills. Yeah. Uh, um, come on, let's go. Let's I mean, go. you're going all the way up to Buffalo. Uh, <laughs> I favor the, I favor New York Liberty, right? All of my New York teams, I favor. Yeah. But Flav, you, you know can't do
0: saying? that, man. Flav, you can't do that. You know, this Flav, you have to choose one. You can't be a fan of both the jets and the giants. You can't do that. Yeah. Yes, I
3: can. Yes. You know why? You're Flav. Right. Yes, I can. Right. I'm the only one that can do that. And the reason why, <laughs> because on the jets and the giants, a lot of those players, a Flavor flames fans Gotcha <laughs>
0: Yeah you, you did well listen you're Flavor Flav I'm not you can do whatever the f*** you want You're right I apologize to you sir <laughs> I am everywhere man I am everywhere man <laughs> uh, Did you enjoy you were watching The game I think in Detroit right uh, in yeah.
3: The, yeah Did you enjoy yeah. that did yeah. you have fun during that experience yeah, I really, really did, man. E- even though the team wasn't there, but they had the big screens there, you know what I'm saying? And not only that, but they even put me on the big screen, and the doggone place went crazy. But they sold a lot of tickets, though. And not only that, but this is the first time in a whole bunch of years that the Lions has ever went that far. So, hey, listen, even though the Lions lost, but I still congratulate, and you know, the, the – the um. I, I still congratulate the Lions, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For going that far.
0: Yep. How much <laughs> were you talking at halftime, though? You guys the Lions were up big. You're there. You're getting the Lions fans all excited. How much oh, was Flame, man, of flame so talking at halftime?
3: Going bad. <laughs> um honestly, I was talking a whole bunch of sugar <laughs> honey iced team. Mm-hmm. All right. And the reason why is because I I I really thought the Lions were going to the Super Bowl. And I was like, yo. Lions going to the Super Bowl <laughs> sorry 49ers y'all are out of here I was talking magic mm. <laughs> <laughs> but hey listen <laughs> happens man <laughs> yeah
0: Flav, uh, I'm gonna say it I don't care I love
3: you man I yeah. don't care if you if you say it back but I love you okay <laughs> I love and I love you too bro that's the real talk thank you Long Island man Trug Island yeah Strong Island, that's where we wildin', but we will keep your ass smiling.
0: That's right. Uh, Billy, did
3: you know? Newport, Roosevelt. Don't forget, I grew up in Roosevelt. And when I was in Roosevelt High School, Eddie Murphy was in my ninth grade English class.
0: Really? Really? And if I told you then that Eddie Murphy would turn into what he turned into, you would have told me what?
3: I would have been like, man, you crazy, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He ain't going to be no big star like that. But you know what? He ended up being a big star like that. And I'm so proud of him, man. You know what I'm saying? He, he really did his thing. Once he got on Saturday Night Live, he never returned off the TV, man. So big ups to my boy Eddie Murphy, man. I'm so proud of him, man.
1: I feel like your English teacher deserves a raise. Created two of the greatest writers of our time. I mean, different, you know, one is a comedy writer, one's a musician. But two great writers from that English class.
3: Yeah, man, I'm so. I, I think Miss Muckle is proud of us, but that's if she's still
1: living. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna look up Miss uh, Muckle right now. All right,
0: Billy's looking it up. All right, Billy's looking it up. Perhaps we'll there'll be a reunion at some point.
1: Yeah, next week, you, Miss Muckle, and Eddie Murphy
0: and Eddie Murphy. Okay, can we get that done,
3: Flav? Okay, yo, let's try it. Let's put it together, man. <laughs> We're up. Man. We, we can
0: try. It. All right, so you were talking at halftime, and rightfully so. The Lions were up. You thought they were going to the Super Bowl. So take us through the second half for you, Flav, okay? What are you thinking? The emotional roller coaster. Are you getting mad at Dan Campbell for not kicking field goals? What the hell was going on, Flav?
3: Hey, yo, man, I ain't going to lie, man, but the thing that was really going through my mind was the the quarterback, man, started overthrowing the the tight ends. And not only that, but the quarterback was – running, doing running plays at the wrong time when he should have been passing. You know what I'm saying? The defense started getting weak at halftime, you know what I'm saying, on that second half. I mean, I ain't going to lie. They put their all-in-all into it, you know what I'm saying, in the whole nine. I mean, hey, look, listen, man. Lions did a good job, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I knew for a fact. I knew for a fact that the Lions wasn't going to win on that fourth quarter. When it came down to the fourth quarter and everything, everything was tight. And it was like maybe a three-point game, but San Francisco had the ball. And they were running that clock out. When they ran that clock out, I said, goodbye, Lions. (laughs) Next year, I think the Lions could go even further, man. I think Mm -hmm. they might make it to the Super Bowl next year. If they played as well as they did this year, Mm -hmm. because the Lions kicked ass this year, bro. You can't front. And not only that, you see what I'm wearing? Yeah. Yeah, you know this shirt cost me? This shirt right here? How much? Cost me $750. What? Damn. Damn. It's vintage. This is vintage, G. Is it made out of real lion? Huh? <laughs> is it made out of real lion? Um, yeah, half lion and half shirt.
1: Jeez, imagine if it was a full lion, how much it would cost? Gosh.
0: Seven fifty, Flav. Yeah. What's the most expensive thing you're wearing right now? Hmm. Probably this. Oh, all right. So, one of the watches you have on. How much is that watch?
3: A lot. Yeah, <laughs> the watch.
0: Yeah, ludicrous. and
3: then, <laughs> yeah. And, then, and then also this. Okay, what is that? This S-H-A, this stands for strong arm. Mm. And I know y'all know the rapper Flow Rider.
0: Yeah, of yep. course. Yeah.
3: Man Flow Rider, yeah, yeah, we the best of friends, man. This is his management company. You know, and and, and Flow Rider, Flow Rider's manager gave me this piece off of his neck, you know what I'm saying? His oh. his manager Freezy gave me this piece off of his neck, man, you know? So I'm wearing it proudly, man, represent my boy Flow and his company. Proud of him.
1: Flave, I don't want to start any problems between you and Eminem, but I kind of feel like you're the Lions fan that's been there a long time, and then all of a sudden the Lions make the playoffs, and then we see Eminem is there, and Eminem's getting all the attention, when flave has been the guy that's been there the whole time. Am I right? Well,
3: check this out. Number one, you can never, 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 ever start anything between Flav and Eminem because okay. Eminem is my favorite Rapper of all time. Mm. He's the top dog. Really? You know what I'm saying? And not only that, but he's the best. Can't nobody beat out Eminem. You know? And Eminem still shouts out Flavor Flavor in his records. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I have not been to more Lions games than Eminem. Mm. But you know what I'm saying? Right. I've been to his restaurant too, Mom's Spaghetti, which is some real good. Sh- bro. Y'all yeah. need to check that out when y'all go to Detroit. Y'all need to stop by Mom's Spaghetti, man. You know what I'm saying? Did
1: you have, up. Did, did you have to... Did you have to wait outside in that line? It's a long line. Or did Flavor Flav get to cut the line? No, nah, I
3: don't wait in line. I cut. All right. Very good. <laughs> He's Flavor Flav. That's what I, mean, I was hoping.
1: Well, right? Billy, you
0: missed this part. Flavor Flav was a chef at one point. Yeah. Yeah, you missed that part of the interview. Yeah.
1: Yes,
3: yeah,
0: so yeah. he also owned a couple of restaurants out of Long Island. Mm-hmm. And so to his point, Eminem has been there a lot longer. Flavor Flav actually just showed up seven or eight years ago because he has a girlfriend in Detroit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: So- yeah, you go just like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Eminem, Eminem is my boy. You know what I'm saying? I love Eminem, and I'm going to always be one of his biggest fans, so y'all can never, ever start with me and my band. All right. It'll All right. never happen. Never.
0: Just to, just, never. just, just for the sake of clarity, Billy was not trying not to trying do trying that. To. He, that's no. not what Billy does. No. He doesn't stir up trying okay? to. Yeah, avoid okay. it. Uh, what are you doing with Chuck D? This is exciting, man. You get a new single out everywhere, man. Tell us about it.
3: Well, well, check this out. Being that I've been all over the planet and I'm just moving around so much, my manager has me moving here. She's got me moving there, you know? And Chuck said, yo, we need to do a record about you being everywhere Is You know what I'm saying? So Chuck sat down and wrote me a great record called Everywhere Man. Chuck wrote the record. Chuck went to writing and I started reciting. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And my partner gave, gave me a real good gr- a Good record, there. You know what I'm saying. So, Flavor Flav, he's everywhere, man. Everywhere.
0: Uh, Flav, uh, perhaps we can't start beef with Eminem, and we're not trying to. Mm-hmm. But, but Taylor Swift, a little tired of that. I mean, what do you think? Tired of just the whole thing.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, what about Taylor? I'm a big fan of Taylor. Man. Okay, yes, I'm not trying. I'm just asking you. I'm glad hey, I'm a big fan hey, as well. Hey, check this out. Check this out. When you when you talk about Taylor Swift, the Flavor Flav, number yep. one. I am her most iconic fan that she has. You know what I'm saying? Really? Not only that, but her fan base embraced me, and they gave me a brand new name. You know what that name is? What? King Swifty. Oh
0: wow! Wow! King Swifty.
3: wow. I I wasn't trying.
0: I am so happy to hear well, that, Flav. Man. You
3: you went hey, to? Hey, you hey, hey, went- hey, check this out. Yeah, yeah that's right, Flavor Flav. Flavor Flavors a Swifty. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, that's I right. it. I'm a it. I love it. Y'all see this?
1: There it is, a guitar pick. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, guitar pick. <laughs> yeah, with with.
0: Oh, know, with Taylor. Taylor's yeah, on it. She gave that to yeah. you.
3: So I keep these. I keep these. my. I, I keep this stuff for me for just in case that I run across my fellow Swifties in the street while I'm walking through the airports <laughs> and all of that stuff. Right. Uh-huh. Yo, man, I keep a bracelet to trade and shit, you know, a guitar pick to give away to the Swifties. You know what I'm saying? But. I love her music. I love her lyrics. Her lyrics, yo, know, she keeps it real with, with people, man. She keeps it real with her fans. She writes about a lot of her, you know, experiences that she goes through life. You know what I'm saying? And and, and and a lot of us can relate to that, you know? So big up to Taylor Swift. I'm proud that she's got my man Travis Kelsey, you know what I'm saying, In the whole nine, and I hope that they, they last for a real long time or forever.
1: You went to her shows, right? And you were, like, exchanging braces with the fans and the Swifties there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. And,
3: and, and I ain't going to lie. Not only did I go to two of her shows, but I also went to her movie premiere.
0: Oh. Wow.
3: And being at and being at her movie premiere, honestly, it's just like being at the damn concert. <laughs> well, the only thing is you get better shots of her. You know what I'm saying? Better yeah. shots and shit. But But it's just like being at the concert, man. Man. And I ain't gonna lie, but I don't know no other musical artists that can draw enough fans to their concert to where that shit hits the fing the scale.
0: <laughs>
3: Taylor Swift hit the record the scale with her fans, Grow up in Washington State. Come on, man.
0: Yep. Uh you're right, the, Flav. Yep. Have one you of met- the
3: greatest artists of our time, man. One of the greatest artists of our time, and I'm proud of him.
0: You're right. Uh have you met Taylor Swift?
3: i i i met her the first time i met taylor swift i asked her for 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 a selfie so here i am taking the selfie and she snatched the phone out my hand and said no here you do it like this and she's the one that took the selfie of me and her
1: wow it's all about angles
3: and i see i i see she had a a great deal of respect for me you know what i'm saying in the whole night so Pickups go to Taylor, man. Everything that she's nominated for, she she wins.
1: All right, Flav. I don't want to do this to you, but rate these artists: Eminem, Taylor Swift, Flo Rida. You want them to rank? Yeah, rank these. Rank these artists. Mm -hmm.
3: All of them. All three of them (laughs) from one to ten. Check this out. All three of them, right, from one to ten. I give each one of them a twenty. Wow, I love that. If
0: I ask you who's gonna win the Super Bowl, are you gonna tell me both teams? I mean, what are we gonna do here?
3: No, nope, nope, sure I sure won't. Okay. Only one can win. That's true. That's true. You're right. Only one can You're win. Right. And right. let me tell you something. Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson are my two favorite quarterbacks in the NFL. Hmm. Now, they were going head to head. Only one of them could win. That's right. So Lamar Jackson lost out. So now I only got one in there that left, and that's Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes is getting ready to get another ring, just like he did last year. And once they won the Super Bowl last year, he went straight from the field to Disney World Mm -hmm. with his family.
0: I love it. You, yeah. you're, you're fantastic. I enjoyed this thoroughly. I'm thinking we do it again next week—a Super Bowl preview. Okay, we have you on, as Billy mentioned, English teacher Eddie Murphy and you. All right. Yeah.
3: Let's go. Let's need, make it happen. I'm here. Yeah. flow okay. Flo hey, All y'all got to do. All y'all got to do is just give me the ball and watch Flav score.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what we did, right? That's we tried. just handed you yeah. the ball and we watched you score. I mean, Flavie, yes. <laughs>
3: Flavie, are you headed out to the Super Bowl? Smile. I love him. Are you headed out to
1: the Super Bowl this year? <laughs>
3: Well, I live I live in Las Vegas. You know oh. what I'm saying? I don't have tickets to the actual Super Bowl. Right. But I will be hosting a couple of Super Bowl parties. And, um, hey, if somebody is nice enough to give me some tickets to the Super Bowl, yeah. if, hey, later for the watch parties, I'm going to the Super Bowl, baby. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I was thinking maybe you head out to Radio Row. We hang out with you a little bit. Talk some come on, football? let's go. Let's do that. Let's do go. it.
3: I'll come to the radio, bro. you let me know where you are going to be at, and I'll come hang oh, out
1: with Oh, we're going to be at the DraftKings right. stage. Yeah, we'll see you there. Yeah, we want to have you
0: on, okay, man? This is exciting.
3: Let's go. All right. I'm, I'm all in.
0: And if I need a place to stay, I can
3: crash at your place? Is that is that cool? Sure, okay, I got, I got five rooms at my crib. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, my God. They we're trying to make it to oh Gronk God.
1: Beach, but they want us out by Friday, but Gronk Beach is on Saturday, so we're looking for a place to crash Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, Austin Eckler is not really going to invite us, yeah, you know.
3: Yeah. Hey, 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 at least you, at least if you stay in my crib, you ain't got to worry about checkout. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: <laughs> uh, Flav, I'm going to take you up on this offer. We're coming to your house, okay?
3: Hey, like like my boy Bob Barker said, "Come on, on <laughs> down." Right?
0: Uh, Flav, we host. You're the greatest hype man of all time, okay? You really are. Uh, and we host a show called God Bless Football. And I'm wondering off the top of your head if you could do some sort of hype, okay? Just hype up the show. It's called God Bless Football. Do it in Flavor Flav style if you can, okay?
3: Hey, yo, check this out in the place to be. Rock it from the bottom to the T.O.P. Yeah, yeah, y'all. Yes, y'all. Come on, y'all. God Bless Football. Let's go yeah so
0: excited <laughs> oh my god we have a new intro uh Flav, you are fantastic again check out his new single with chuck d everywhere man uh flavor Flav, thank you so much for joining us for giving us uh giving us your time and entertaining us man you're fantastic we appreciate it
3: hey yo let me tell you something about that fantastic before i go i gotta tell y'all something about fantastic are y'all ready for this yes, yes. I claim my sneakers were fantastic. This <laughs> works. I swear to God. <laughs> what? <Wow. laughs> <Wow>. Really? Jeez. Thanks <laughs> for fantastic on your sneakers. I'm telling you, G, this works, G. But let me tell you something. You guys are fantastic, too, man. Thanks for having me on your show, man. And I'm honored to be be on your show, man. I'd be more than glad to come back on again.
0: All right. We're honored to have you, sir. We'll see you out in Las Vegas. We're going to make this happen, okay?
3: All right. You got it, guys. You're right. holding prosperous 2024 guys
0: all right i'm gonna to try to get you an endorsement deal with fantastic you deserve it after that wow yeah
3: man word up man hey 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 you sound like a great spokesman come on let's go <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna work on it play okay all uh, right you do that for me <laughs> all right man
1: who knew who knew who knew mm. that's a great question i didn't know mikey did you know And no idea mm. listeners mm. did you know i mean who knew how could you know
0: who knew? Fuentes, did you know?
2: I don't even know where I am. What's happening?
0: Right. Anyone who says they knew.
1: They didn't. Uh, they're lying. No one right. knew. Yeah. No one knew. They didn't. I mean. the uh, This is the rare episode, Stugatz, in the history of God Bless Football that, well, I guess we're not including Monday Hangover, but this is the rare episode in the history of God Bless Football that does not feature a golic or a Sims. You're right. I think that every episode that we've put out, for the most part, except Monday Hangover, has had a Golik or a Sims on it. Even if it's not senior, junior will be on it. There's always a Golik, and then there's a Sims. But just Chris, never Phil. Never Phil. Always Chris, yeah. It's odd that we
0: haven't had Phil on, isn't it? I mean, Chris has been doing this for three years with
1: us. Yeah, and we always promise that it's going to happen, and he says, yeah, he'd love to do it, and then it never happens. Right. It's almost like on purpose. It almost would seem like he's lying to us about wanting to get his dad on with us. Well,
0: I asked Phil to come on with us once, and he said, "Uh, "I know you and my son are up to no good, so no." Yeah, (laughs) I was like, "What?"
1: (laughs) I do like the idea that he thinks you guys are like these uh, these teenagers that are up to tricks (laughs) and tomfoolery. No, your kids are up to no good.
0: (laughs) That's how big is I mean, yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm glad you got that curse in there. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Seems completely unnecessary. <laughs> That's a <his> nickname, man. It's <laughs> it's come to my realization Stugatz, and and yes. I really I realized it last week right. when I was uh mm. like going through like the final edit or whatever for God Bless Football. Yep. So uh, I don't think we're gonna have Chris on this week just because we're gonna talk to him next week in person, and you know. Whatever, we're not going to preview the game twice with him. We'll give him a week off because he does a lot for us, right? Should we try to get Phil? No, not what I was thinking. But I was okay. going to say, I think it's going to be when I see him at Radio Road like a solid month since I spoke to him last just because of scheduling. Like they keep double booking us and doing He's his He's not anger. happy I about it. I, I'm not happy about I it. I
0: know. You actually enjoy the segment. You enjoy the banter back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. You are packing your red sweatshirt though, right? I was, Billy, you getting, have to. I was thinking of getting one for you him. Have no, you have to. You have to get one, one for him. him, and you have to wear yours the day that he is joining us. Okay? All right, so here
1: are, the, here, here are the things headed into the Super Bowl next week that I'm stressing. Well, a number of things. But one is we're going to be there a week, and it's cold for us. It's cold for me, mm-hmm. the temperature that we're going to go into. So, like, I don't think everything's going to fit in a carry-on. So I'm going to now, am I checking a bag? Like, that's kind of like a thing that I'm stressing a little bit, and then it's. I wanted to to take a red sweatshirt, like a red Marlins hoodie, for Chris, but I need to track one down in his size, and I need to get it in like two days. So that's going to be a little bit of of a challenge. Sorry, I'm getting choked up. You okay there? Yeah. And then I also wanted to give Peter King the uh, the thing that you use to clean like bottles and uh, and cups oh yeah you promised dishes. him that yes well we but, said we'd give it to him for his birthday but i was well, honestly, for his i was, said i was i, I thought you know well, what better surprise than to give it to him at radio row and a number of things have gone through my mind on that one am i going to waste valuable luggage space carrying that in my luggage two how do i get that through security at the convention center so that's still one question that i'm not 100 percent certain on then one workaround that I was thinking is what if when I get to Las Vegas, I just Amazon prime it and have it come to my hotel hmm. and then I just take it in that way and then I'm not wasting space in my luggage. Hmm. But then also, am I going to be that guy that's just walking around Radio Row handing out weird gifts to people? Because that's strange, especially since they both work together at NBC Sports. Like every day I'm going to show up at NBC Sports just with weird gifts to give on air talent. Like yeah. the NBC Sports, we're going to like, who is this guy and what is going on here? How did he get in here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do you think so much? I don't know. There's there's a bug on my microphone. See this thing? The,
0: yeah, I know. Yeah, no, it flew off my hat right into your nose. It did. <laughs> is and that now what, it's on the mic. Is that what yes. made me
1: like make that noise? Because <laughs> yeah. something went in my nose and I was like choked up. Yeah. And now there's a bug and it must have been that.
0: Uh, you guys are with me, Fuentes, Mikey A. Like just pack. Suitcase and let's go. I mean, that's it. What are you doing? Why are you worrying? <laughs> We're
2: going the Super Bowl. So much thinking. Jimmy. We're going to
0: Vegas, dude. The, like, the Amazon idea is probably pack.
2: the best one, to be honest. Well, yeah. yeah, just I mean, send it to
1: the hotel. Man. Lots Billy. to pack, though.
2: <laughs> Billy, and,
0: and lots to unpack is empty space coming back for things that you're going to bring back for people.
1: That's another thing. Is sometimes I need to get a bigger suitcase because I'm a sucker that when I go, I'm like, oh, I need to get something for my daughters and oh, I'm going to get something for my wife. But then if my mother-in-law is there, then let me get her like a magnet because she'll be there. But if my parents pick me up, I should have things for them. And then like I end up coming back with gifts for like 40 people. And I need like almost another suitcase for that. Or then like you have the big Super Bowl bag. And then I use that as like my, I push it then like on the airplane where you have like the carry-on bag that you can have, but you can also have a personal item. So then what I do is I get like the biggest bag possible for my personal item and then I have to stop at the Hudson uh, Express or whatever it's called. What's it Hudson, called? Hudson, Hudson, News. Hudson News. Yeah, I stop at Hudson News, and I always have to get a bottle of water. But I get the biggest possible bottle of water just in case they're out of water on the airplane. And then if there's a connecting flight, which there isn't, luckily, at, at least for now, Directy? Yeah, nice. But yeah, but it's an overnighter. Oh, yeah, <laughs> red eye. <laughs> it is, and and I actually because like I'm not a big I'm not a big flyer. I'm not a big like right. Whatever. So they planned it for us. There we go. And then I realized when I booked it, I accidentally it's weird. When you take off one day and land the next day, the way that the airlines like presents it is quite confusing, or at least was confusing for me. Right. So originally they had me coming back on Sunday because that's when I still believed like we're gonna do Gronk Beach, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, which I still haven't given up on, even though we're very close and I'm gonna have to change my flight again. Mm-hmm. But I haven't given up on that yet. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I had to switch it back from Sunday because they're like, you're going to pay out of pocket. I'm like, no, I'm not going to pay an extra two nights of a hotel to come back on Sunday because I was hoping to cover the game. And then they told us, you're not doing that either. And I was like, okay, well, then I'm coming back on Friday because I'm not going to be paying for a hotel. Stay at Flav's house. I I may do that. He offered. He did offer. Could you imagine if I showed up with like my roll on thing and I'm like, hey, Flav, I'm here just you know stay tomorrow i feel like if i offer him gronk beach with me then we're golden oh gronk
0: beach would love to have Flav. are you kidding me i think
1: gronk beach would love to and then maybe that's the exchange is i stay at Flav's house in exchange for getting him in. not that he needs me to get in but still right so anyways back to the flights oh geez so i switched my flight back and then i realized i changed my flight to leave because i put for friday right and i realized when i confirmed everything yes bug is back yeah, it when is. it confirmed everything, uh-huh. I actually made it for Thursday landing Friday. Oh, so no. then I was leaving a day early. So oh. then I had to change my flight back again. Oh, yeah, it's well. a whole confusing. <laughs> Anyways. yeah. What are you gonna do about the medicine though? I mean, medicine?
0: I don't know. Didn't you say you had to pack some meds or something like that? Or I did not. I, I heard don't know. a lot of pa- packing about a lot I didn't hear. I thought <laughs> was that just? What me? Are you talking? Oh, that's about. my suitcase. You just stop yeah. listening. <laughs> God bless football. <laughs>